0: Hey everyone, so I've had some revelations, not only in the last two months, but truly the last week, uh, God has really been leading me, and I thought in one direction, but truly in a completely other, and this is the meaning of lean not into your own understanding, because I knew God was doing some things in my life. And I had my own idea but once I started surrendering to the process of what was coming next I realized this was not what I had in mind God this was not what I thought this was not what seemed to be and For God, the only way to get me to this point was to lead me by breadcrumbs, lead me in small ways. And our own understanding, like mine, has been so distorted, distorted with pride and anger, hurt, resentment, fear. So when we lean onto our own understanding in the way God is trying to bring us, Oftentimes, those things will alter the filter in which we view life, in which we communicate with God, in which we hear God. And those have affected me. Those very things have affected how I see God sometimes. And I've become more aware of this and surrendered more and more of those things to Him. Surrendering is a process. And I share this because I've been surrendering so much. And surrendering isn't uh, um, it isn't something that I found easy. I don't know about other people, but for me to surrender these things that have been a part of my life since I was a child were very hard and difficult. When I got out of jail and God was like, okay you have to trust me to help rebuild your life in jail i showed you the things that are selfish that you need to let go that we're going to work on now i am placing you in real life situations see because now is. Now was the real-life situations. Now was the training. I'm going to place you in these real-life situations, and you are going to have to apply the knowledge and the wisdom and the things I taught you you know, through my word, through our time together. So it started with my children. I had to surrender them to a friend, knowing that this was the what God intended. And I had to stay at the woman's shelter and allow my children to go to school and be with my friend and her children so that my children could, you know, live their life, not focus on my struggles. Because see, part of me wanted to hang on to my children and bring them to the shelter with me and be like, no, these are my children. I'm going to make it work. But see, here was that selfish thing is taking my children along the ride of consequences for my choices it wasn't their fault i ended up at the shelter that came from my choices my choices of wanting to drink again and god showed me that no you will surrender your children and you will trust me that this is what's best for him and he was right it was best for them to stay where they were focused on school focused on being a kid. They weren't having to come live at a place that was unknown to them because their mother decided to make poor choices. So I surrendered my children. I surrendered to the job God had called me to. Now I'm a housekeeper. This was the least likely of all jobs I thought I would have in this point in time in my life. And I remember waiting for this job. I put in my application. I didn't have a phone, nothing. I I waited and I kept wanting to go back to my old job. Why? Because it was safe. I wanted to turn around and go to where it was easy, the path of least resistance. Because trusting God meant that I didn't know if tomorrow I would have a job, but trust that he would take care of me. And every time my mind would be like, God, I really want to go back to my old job. He would be like, no, you need to trust me. This is where you belong. I have now since returned to my job since the coronavirus and we were all laid off and God was right. This is exactly where I belong. These people love me and I love them. I've never felt this way in a job before. I've never felt secure because I'm secure inside. And I'm also... I know my value. I know what I bring to the table there. And it also gives me room in my life. But the people there just... I, I'm so grateful God was very persistent in how He made sure that, to not allow me to turn around. You know, I surrendered to the lifestyle change in my food and daily routine. Uh, my daily routine had to include exercise my daily routine and eating i had to let go of wanting to eat snack foods eat sugar foods eat what was easy eat processed foods do it because it was easy i had to let all those things go and i had to and step by step month by month things changed to where now I prepare everything in my home I have surrendered to enjoying preparing the meals that are in my home um, take for instance I do not have a microwave <laughs> this boggles some people but a microwave just takes away the essence of actually putting love into the food and so everything i cook tastes loving because i put forth an effort and i enjoyed doing it so now i'm enjoying creating meals for my family that's serving my family i surrender to serving my family my daily routine I do it every day, whether I like to or not. Whether I get up and, God, I'm tired, I just don't feel like it today. I've been enough rounds in the boxing ring with God on this where giving in to the path of least resistance and giving in to skipping out on my commitments have hindered me. They are more painful. It's more painful for me to sit there, get up and go, I'm too tired to deal with today and go back to sleep. I feel more pain doing that than I do actually getting up and working through the pain. I've done it so much. I know without a doubt, the right thing to do is to keep going. I surrendered to counseling. God, you know, he said, you're going to stay in counseling until they ask you whether you would like to be done or not. And I just started my aftercare. I was doing three days a week, persistently, obediently, faithfully. I was participating. That was the best thing I could have ever done for myself. And I, I did. I surrendered the pride of knowing what was best for me when I thought I was done. And that's what I always did. When I thought I was done, I wanted to be done with counseling because I don't have to be here. Because see, my counseling is a choice. But God's like, no, no. Trust me, you need every single class that will happen for you. And that was it. Every class did happen for me because I allowed it to be that. No, I surrendered to the things he put in my way to try that I didn't necessarily continue with. I had a group that I was part of. I really, when I was asked to pursue this by God, he also asked me to pursue... um, the being in the choir at my former church and both were clashing in the scheduling and I was so upset and distraught at the first night of trying to fit these in that I was crying I was crying, I was, I was walking to these things, like, God, I don't want to do it. And he goes, you got to do it. And you know what? I couldn't even turn my back and turn around and go home. I couldn't. I had to do it because I knew God asked me to do it. But I, I was dragging my feet. And in that, I learned so much about myself, just trying with tenacity and giving it my all and knowing that even though I didn't get certain things the way I thought, That wasn't what God had intended for me. God had bigger things beyond what I had in mind. And as I look back, I realize he just did that to build confidence and perseverance in me, which builds character, which builds hope. And at the end of it, the very group that I joined, I ended up having to resign And what God had prepared me to do by communicating how the way others behaved made me feel, that how their actions made me feel. And what a thing for God to take me through such a process. He took me being part of this group and really caring about people and having to go through some experiences that God's like, you're going through some things. Now I want you to utilize the tools of communication I have taught you. And I want you to communicate how you're going to leave because now this is no longer a, a place you are learning. I want you to move forward into something new and I did what a beautiful thing I've been submitting my finances all along and i'm going to tell you that was probably the easiest most rewarding thing i ever did with god was right down to my very first paycheck any money that i received it was god's money he's like i want you to trust that i will make things happen for you and i did i truly did even when i had nothing and i was giving my last bit to somebody else or the church i knew somewhere god would take care of me he, I just knew this deep down and he has. But I'm gonna say, looking back, God has placed me in financial stability. I don't worry about my bills getting paid because I'm committed to the things that I told him I would do, to the things he's placed in my life. I have my job, I'm, I'm only spending the money required that's asked and required in our family. I'm stable. What a thing. What a feeling. And I know no matter what comes, God will open a door for me. If I lost my apartment tomorrow and I lost everything I owned and I had to live in a tent, it would serve a greater purpose, me going through that. Something bigger than myself. And I would love God even if I went through that. Some of the hardest things I had to let go and surrender to were my pride, my anger, my hurt, my resentment. Those things, and I remember specific moments. I remember God moving things to where I had to ask somebody for help. I had to surrender to being like, "I may I stay with you? I have nowhere to live and they offered but I refused I kept refusing I said no my pride's not gonna allow this I would rather sleep in my car and it's the dead of winter and you know what I just couldn't God placed it in such a way where I had to bend in pride and that was a great lesson for me I I accepted help from somebody who was a man who loved me like a sister like a sister in God and I had never experienced that before. So when some men in my life have said, I can't be friends with you, that just not, doesn't work. We can't be that way in this life. It can be that way. We've just lived in a society where we think because we see something and we like it, we can have it, we can call it ours, we can talk to it any way we want. You know, I've had men who were leaders who would talk about women as if they were things in this world that they can get enjoyment from. And for example, one spoke of, he stops at a gas station, he goes, Oh, yeah, she just flirts with me. She's so hot and i couldn't believe that this man who was leading other men was speaking this way about those are our that's your sister you call me your sister i wonder what you say about me and that was the first thing that came to my mind i was very disgusted at the behavior i had a lot of anger i had to i had to surrender that in bits and pieces it wasn't all together it was like i would be triggered First, I would be triggered by one person, and it would be um, a trigger to my stepfather or a trigger to my father, and I would recognize that it was bothering me, and eventually, after hanging on to it, I'd be like, okay, God, I surrender hanging on to this anger because I understand now where it comes from. I had to surrender anger I had towards our family dog, and she'd done nothing wrong. But her coming back into our home, I had her, the last time I saw her was at the worst part of my addiction, my most angry part, my most hateful part. So I really had a lot of resentment that was like festering. It was like seeing her and being around her just triggered that on different levels Uh, even just as me, like I saw myself and my old behavior I saw in her and it just, it would make me so angry. So in steps and, and levels, God had me surrender my anger by using our family dog. You know, resentments that I've had, I've had to let those go and surrender them because God showed me how really I resented myself for never saying anything and it leads to my biggest surrender of all and i'm still dealing with this one is my surrender of to fear my surrendering of fear like i fear certain things i fear letting go of love and it's a very big thing for me i fear letting go of that because i know god will place me and i have to surrender my whole life and and that's what i realized today I was starting to let go of worrying about what was gonna happen tomorrow I, I I'm stop I've surrendered worrying about if somebody's gonna hurt me I've surrendered the fear of being vulnerable and being vulnerable is really hard being vulnerable and saying the things that you want to say but you never say and I'll explain it better have you ever sat in your life and said I just wish I would have said that even like a truthful thing even if it wasn't the nicest thing but it was a truthful thing that you thought somebody needed to hear and you held it in or maybe it was something you were trying to protect your family from and you were like no I'm going to hold it all in because I'm tough because I'm supposed to Maybe it was a fear of saying loving things to somebody because you were scared of being rejected. I feared all of those things. I fear letting go of loving things because then I'm vulnerable. And you know, I have never been vulnerable. I've started becoming vulnerable by using my Facebook lives, by using my podcast, by speaking to people around me about the things that are true because I'm not the only one and if I could give hope and inspiration to one other person that's that's good enough for me and these things are just so painful because I want to hang on to that fear and how it works for me is I'll sit here and I have this thing coming up this Saturday. You know, I've ha- God always places things in my life. And I, I, I do. I fear it a little. I fear it a lot. I fear it. I fear that I'm going to be rejected. I fear that I don't know if I'm going to be good enough. I fear that I'm going to sound stupid. I fear that people are going to laugh at me. I fear that it's just I'm not going to be good enough. But see, that fear... That is a seed that was planted in me by the, by the words that came from my parents of criticism and the abuse. My stepfather intentionally, this man intentionally dug at me to hurt me because he didn't have control of anything, and his way of getting enjoyment out of this world was to hurt me because he hurt himself and so he would dig at me and he would put these doubts that I would be nothing you are going to be good for nothing you are going to amount to nothing there's nothing of value you're going to bring into this world there was, he crushed me every loving thing I tried to do he crushed me and crushed me and crushed me And I'm not the only one. Everybody who's anybody who's been abused, you've been crushed. Because when people abuse you and you allow it to continue, just as I stayed in my childhood home, never reaching out and asking people to say, I don't want to live here anymore. These things are going on. No, I stayed in it out of fear and I allowed him to crush me. Those are things I had to accept about myself. I had to accept one day, I had allowed him to crush me by staying there. I allowed it to go on. Why? Because I loved my mother and I was trying to help her. And she didn't care because she stayed in it. It was a wasted effort. And on the flip side, after being angry because taking accountability, then you're angry at yourself. I had to say, well, you know what? I'm just that loving of a person. But it was in those experiences right there that moving forward in my life up until this point, I always was triggered back. Anything loving, anything that I thought I could might want to do loving anything that was inspiring anything that was like reaching for the stars i always got triggered by those memories and that was 10 years of my life from 8 until 18 that was a huge impact on my life and so now i have to every time fear comes up I have to go in my brain and I have to override that fear and go, no, that fear comes from I'm getting triggered by because of what I happened in my past and I have to let it go. And I go, God, just help me and please help me let this go. And I surrender. it. It's a constant surrender until I actually go through this experience and realize that I was worried for nothing because people don't, we don't want to laugh at each other. People aren't going to want to laugh at me. I know this. But I have to go through the experience before I truly trust. So there was this thing that I had to go through the last couple of days of really trusting. I had to trust God. And I was really upset. I remember making a decision. And and when I finally did it, I, I wanted to snatch that decision back. It was like saying words that were out there now. Now it was out there. Now I can't, and I couldn't take it back, but I wanted to. I started crying. I was like, "God, why? I can't. I can't. Why is this happening? Like, this is so painful. I just felt like I was being suffocated by wanting to say something. I was so terrified, and then began the putting more words out there and putting more words out there, and then I I came to today at a realization. I. I'm sitting here. And I have gotten the third flat on my bike, you guys. This is the third flat in the last month I've gotten on my bike. And I I ended up parked right in front of True Value. And I was like, okay, God, obviously something is going on. Because you would not be doing this to me again, randomly, out of all days. So I surrendered to asking somebody there to help me get the tire on. And... I surrendered to just patiently waiting and I started realizing I was okay with putting these words out here because it had been eating me. Like I was so terrified of this and I realized I'm grateful I did it. And then suddenly it came to me like, I'm not scared. Like I've been the one running away from life. I've been the one like... That's not opening up. I've been the one that's been just this really not good person in the world. I haven't been surrendering to God. I've been the one making things difficult, not God. He's the one just like, just trust me, just trust me. And I'm like, I don't trust you because I'm scared. I'm scared of the pains of my past and feeling them in my future. I really, I really, I really am. Those things are scary for me. I don't want to feel them. I don't want to go through that. I'm also surrendering to the change. Because see, here's the thing about surrendering. You actually have to surrender to doing the things that will bring the change. Like when I had to surrender my anger to seeing my dog and realizing how terrible I was in my past... I had to surrender to not only admitting those things, but I had to surrender into loving her every day. Even though there's some days I don't like dog hair and I don't want to have her dog hair on my clothes and I'm just picky like that. And then I have an excuse for being angry because this is how my mind works. Then I have an excuse to be angry and not want to be near her. But no, that's not how it works when you surrender to God. When you surrender to God, God's like, you're surrendering to doing every day the things I ask you to do, and I want you to start learning to enjoy them, just like you did with learning how to cook food every day. Just stop buying things because it was easy. You're gonna actually enjoy learning how to live life. You're gonna surrender to living life on my terms. In the way I have planned for you. Because what I have for you is greater than what you are thinking in your mind. Trust me. So surrendering. Surrendering is so huge. We don't just surrender the motions and go, hear God. We don't just surrender the, the acknowledgement of our behaviors. We surrender and go, okay God. I surrender. I surrender to my calling in life. Now I'm going to do something every day that gets me towards that goal. I'm gonna surrender to practicing my music. I'm gonna surrender to practicing speaking. I'm going to listen to how I articulate my words. I'm gonna surrender those negative emotions and I'm gonna do something loving in replace of those negative things. And that's how change begins. We have to replace something positive with the very thing we're trying to surrender. Otherwise, it's going to be an empty space and you're going to try to fill it in your own understanding. But when we ask God to help us through it, he will fill it with the thing that we need to make that change heartfelt. And that's when the heart starts to... Sorry, I'm can't talk obviously that's when the heart starts to change because see now I've made a mental thought I don't want to be angry anymore when I look at my dog and I see how I used to treat her I don't want to be angry anymore I don't want to make excuses to be angry now God's like okay here's the behaviors you're gonna walk her every day you're gonna start changing her diet you're gonna buy her good dog food she's gonna have a nice bed you're gonna buy her a nice harness you're going to do things. You're going to give her a bath. You're going to clip her nails. You're going to do all these things for her. And he goes, if you do them every day, I promise soon your heart posture will change and you will begin to love these things. And I do. That's how change happens. But it's a little bit over a time. It's one step at a time. One scripture at a time. I like the Psalms 119 verse 105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Because see, when I feel dark and in trouble, God comes into my head with a verse because I made the effort to pursue him, to have him show me which verses I need in every situation in my life. So when I get angry, Or I don't know, or I have fear. I go to, I have verses. You are precious in my eyes. I have called you by name. (sighs) There's just so many. And we have to ask God because only He can show us the ones that are personal for our relationship with Him and our personal journey. I love you guys. And I hope this inspires you to really think about surrendering and maybe even understand furthering what surrendering is. Because, see, I've been thinking I've been surrendering, but, see, I've only been surrendering bits and pieces at a time. Surrendering things here, surrendering things there, never surrendering as a whole. I've been saying I've surrendered. I've surrendered. And I'm realizing, oh, no, no. I haven't surrendered, like the whole thing. God wants me to surrender in love, with love, loving him for love. And I believe I finally did. But that we'll see in the future. I do know this, I know whatever God asked me to do, now that I'm in the position that I'm in, whatever happens is meant to happen and I'm ready to do it with open arms and a loving heart and not fear being vulnerable because it's in our vulnerability that we create relationships, that we open our hearts so others can love us. And I'm tired of not allowing people to love me. I'm tired of running away. I'm tired of running away from myself. And I'm tired of running away from love. So you guys have an amazing day. God bless.